Go ahead. Full volume. Let's, Let's go. go. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sushi with Sima. house but i'm really excited a lot of energy this i already know this was, i i'm the one usually giving the energy but i could already feel there's like a lot of energy in this room but um in the studio today i have two really awesome people actually three one's like kind of gonna chime in when he wants to yeah yeah B- bts but we have nicole libson Lipson or Leipzig? I forgot to ask. Lipson, okay. And Jared Mishlove. Yes. He has like <laughs> the most epic last name. And they both are, I, I guess they're people transformators. Is that a word? Transformators. Hey, you can make it up. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're all, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all about making people strong, both mentally, physically, and I think that today's episode is all about that. They're going to talk about their journey and um, just to give a little intro of how I met both of them. So Nicole, well, she's actually my personal trainer for the last couple of months. And it's something that's actually really, um, I think, intimate to me because like, you know, these goals, things, uh, body goals and like figuring out yourself is something that is very personal to me. And um, I reached out to her and we formed like this partnership of sorts where she really helped me become stronger and then became friends through that. And we're just, I don't know. We, and now she's following our dream and I feel like I'm like living through that. And Jared, he's also a trainer and he's been training a lot of my friends of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met him in acting class, in improv class, and he has the, this intense energy, <laughs> which is crazy because like i'm sure you're giving that energy to people you train but you have that same amount of energy in acting too and uh, i always try to spread the energy yeah, yeah. always always so I, I i could like definitely get a bit of that because sometimes i am the one giving all the energy and i need a break from that so it's good it's good that there are people like that and yeah so they they're gonna talk a little bit well about so tell us a little bit about yourself nicole go ahead you can talk Alrighty. <coughs> well i started my fitness journey Um, back in 2014 when I moved to Arizona, I went to ASU for, and I got my bachelor's in exercise science. Where were you from again? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes. Minnesota, Wisconsin (laughs) area, Midwest. Yes. Yes. Um, so back in high school, I struggled with body dysmorphia and, uh, binge eating disorder. So restricting my caloric intake all day, every day and binging at night when I was hungry. Right. Um, got into the gym, picked a degree um, to pursue exercise science, and when I came to Arizona, just working on getting my credentials, and then my ultimate goal is to create a community where women could feel confident, have a safe place and environment to uh, work on their physique, emotionally, mental, and physical strengths, and come together and just, you know, create this loving community where we all work together 
trying to achieve a similar goal. Yes, I totally feel that. Like I could, I can tell. Like she's already doing it. And yes, I think you, Jerry, could completely agree on that. I already see you doing that. But tell us a little bit about where you started off. Yeah, sure. So I, um, well, first of all, I just want to say I think that's awesome. What yeah, your mission is is great. Um, but I, it was the senior year of, of high school. I used to do, I used to get into a lot of trouble as a kid. I was doing a lot of drugs, <laughs> oh, <laughs> drinking a lot. And, you know, I got, you know, my senior year, my, my parents kind of bottom-lined it for me. They said, hey, if you don't get your, are we allowed to cuss on this? Yeah. If you don't get your shit under control, <laughs> you're not going to go to college. And I was like, okay. So I decided that um, I needed to find something to replace, um, to, re- to replace the pattern, you know, break the pattern and then figure out something to replace it with. So I saw my friends were getting big and I was like, I want to look like that. So I started working out, fell in love with it the first day that I started training and um, decided to go up to NAU for fitness and wellness, got into powerlifting because I realized that I was really strong for my height and my weight, um, really pursued that for like four or five years or about three or three or four years, then went out to Australia and coached strength and conditioning out there for a bit, took some time off and traveled and realized while I was traveling what I, what I believe right now is my goal, and that is similar to what yours would be, is just empower women and make them realize that strength training and lifting weights and getting strong is one of the most empowering things that you can possibly do. And um, it's not just about it's not just about going in and walking on the cardio, walking on the treadmill. Um, it's about becoming the strongest version of yourself mentally and physically. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I like it. Like I love like we're all like from different paths, but you know, kind of converging into the same like similar it's goal. yeah, similar yeah. goal. And like I yeah, I, I feel that in different ways too. Um I think both of you are also the same age, I believe. Yeah, are you twenty three? Twenty three, yeah. You're twenty three too. Yeah. <laughs> but what's so cool is that they're so young and already making such an impact to the community. They both have their own like training communities. Nicole um, just started her own like gym. I think you also have your own. Well, we're gonna have an independent contracting contract. gym. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically our own yeah. business. Yeah. So gym. it's it's like you're building your own brand and things like that. Um, how am like? Well, uh, before we get to that, I also wanted to th- ask you guys. So you said you you know pursued exercise and wellness in your college. This is not something that a career path that you would have imagined as a kid, because usually we think like, oh, I'm going to it's like the conventional career, like I'm going to be a doctor, (laughs) like an engineer. But was there any inspiration that you guys have that made you think, hey, I can, you know, pursue a career in this? Um, For me, my parents said, pick something that you enjoy doing and you're going to go to college. So I chose exercise and I knew that that's what I like to do. And it helped me go through my struggles and gain confidence. And when I went to ASU, I knew the whole time that I wanted to be a trainer, but I got a lot of pushback from my classmates. And I'm sure you experienced this as as well. It's taboo to go to school and get a degree in exercise science if you want to be a trainer because you don't need any education to be a trainer. Anyone can be a trainer. But for us, we want to be educational trainers and provide the correct form the proper exercise selection the proper frequency um, the proper caloric intake and actually teach from an educational standpoint Mm -hmm. and I think that's very important if you're going to go pay for a professional they should be educated and be able to be that the the expert in their niche and um, 
yeah, so throughout college, that was something I faced. But once I got out of college, I knew, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to be a trainer, whether I do this for someone else or I start my own business. I'm just going to work every single day at it, and it's going to – I can't fail. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. And to ask you about, like, you know, you were facing these things like the body dysmorphia and things like that. Um, how did how did you how were you able to you know get through that and you know did you have someone to help you or was it just on your own you were able to uh in college i invested in two trainers so i i trained with um actually a guy and i tra i trained in a small group setting so i've been at that um customer client perspective and so i know how impactful training in a community in a small group com community is and you just have that accountability from your coach, but also the other women that are there as well. Um, and that taught me just um, perseverance, discipline, hey, I gotta go to class, I gotta hit all my meals, and I gotta work out. And this has to happen either way. I'm not gonna go out and party, I'm gonna stay true to my goals. And then I hired another trainer where I competed in a bikini competition and took third in my first competition. Yeah, that's so crazy. That, couple of that you know just and kind of stepped back from that but just wanted to create that community where that I was missing in college mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and I, I think it's just also you know when you see Nicole you would never really feel that way like she had those things like that's an uh, interesting thing about body dysmorphia also I think everyone in their own way has that issue no matter what size or shape you are like if you're like skinny or not skinny it's like we all have that like you i would never think when i look at nicole i'm like oh my gosh she's so model-esque and she's like stunning <laughs> and like gorgeous and i'm like how would you ever think that like yeah we're all I, going through our own yeah, battles so yeah and i i feel like i think just the acceptance of how we are at that point is so important for me also, it's, I think it went beyond the body part of it. It's, I think now it's just come to strength and things like that. But yeah, what about you, Jared? Like, did, like, how did you get into exercise? Like, did you, were, did you have any inspirations? Well, it was, like I said earlier, it was, it was predominantly because I needed something that, yeah, my friend setting the example for me and then me seeing what I wanted to look like from them. Yeah. Um, but why did you decide to like major in it? Well, truly, I like I was not a textbook person in high school. I didn't like school at all, and yeah. I I had no idea what I wanted to do. And when I fell in love with fitness, it kind of just seemed like that was the only way to go to to go and study fitness up there. Um, and then when I started doing it, I realized it's so much fun. You know, it yeah. was it was a, like I didn't have a problem going to class, especially once I started getting into the the more you know advanced uh, level courses, and yeah, it just, it, it was really like the only thing that I wanted to pursue. Yeah. There was never really a doubt in my mind. Yeah. And then you said you traveled. So what kind of learnings did you get from that? Like, did that oh. impact your, the way, you know, you found your career to shape up? Yeah, for sure. So I, I went, when I went to coach strength and conditioning in Australia, uh, I was meant to go out there for six months. And then when I was out there, I went into Thailand for a week and, um, I, I went to go visit a friend, and, and that experience in itself, that week there, changed my life. Just being in Asia, seeing the differences in the culture out there to, to how it is out here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely incredible, just how they look at life and then how we look at life. So I told myself I need to go travel more before I go back home and figure out what it is that I want to do. 
And um, I decided that, you know, if I was going to do that, I needed to make more of the experience. So I decided to document it on YouTube and do like a fitness around the world type thing. Mm -hmm. So I went to 17 countries and I documented how fitness varies from country to country and made a video in at a gym in every single country showing like, okay, this is how they do. This is what they do. And it didn't really like, you know, there's not many differences from country to country in terms of like fitness, you know, like everyone Fitness is fitness, um, but what varies is just the the amount of knowledge that each country has on strength and conditioning and just fitness in general. You know, so somewhere like Cambodia is much farther behind than America is, and then somewhere like you know Spain is relatively similar to where America is. Yeah. Um, but what it really just taught me is that it what just the traveling experience in general taught me is that I'm meant to be on this planet to to help people. And everyone's met put on this planet to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not serving people, I feel like you're doing the world an injustice, you know? So that's kind of just what traveling in itself yeah. made me realize. What was the most surprising thing you found or learned? Oh, um, man, the most surprising thing that I learned. Um, there were so many. I honestly... It was or just about fitness. Just about fitness. Yeah. Oh, um, when you traveled. I guess, because like I said, like there wasn't many like differences in the training, really? you know. It was more so just how the facilities looked. Like if, when I was in, when I was in Vietnam, like a gym would look like something that you would find in a, like a nineteen thirty five garage in America, you know. Like it was really? like completely, yeah, just completely run down. But they were in there, they were getting after it. Like they had high energy, and like you walk in there and you're a celebrity to them because they're like, oh my God, who's this Caucasian male walking <laughs> that's in? That's in like, every, like, that's in mean? every place. Like, yeah. no, I'm telling you right now, like, yeah. when they start, when they, when you walk into a gym there, you just have a hundred eyes on you and they're just looking at you like you're a celebrity because they are just mind blown. Well, I think that's like in any foreign place you go to. Because oh, I yeah. lived in India and that was like the same experience that my foreign friends who would come and like visit, they <laughs> would you're so glad. That's the best way, but... Wait, where in India are you from? Um, Bangalore. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, South India. Cool. So, yeah, uh, I was, like, thinking about that when, as you mentioned, that I... Because for me, in my culture, that's not a big, like, thing now, as, you know, going to the gym or physical education. I remember just in middle school and high school how physical education was such an important subject. Oh, yeah. And I would struggle in that subject. <laughs> so fun. I remember getting like straight A's and everything except for PE. I hated it so much. How would you fail PE? I didn't fail it. I just got a B. And I was like, no, I just missed a grade from getting the honor roll. No, that was like, that. that's a thing because that's not something that's really encouraged. And then when I moved, I moved back to India, um, for high school, I completely stopped, you know, everything around, like the idea of physical education just, you know, wasn't a priority, you know, it's just like textbooks, textbooks, textbooks. Yeah. So, um, I think it's cool that over here, there's a lot of exposure to, especially with Instagram, like, should we even get to that? Like, (laughs) like the whole game has changed about fitness. Now it's like so cool to get into fitness and, you know, do all of that. Um, I think that that kind of goes back to what Nicole was talking about earlier, though, with the credentials aspect of getting a degree in, in fitness, because like she said, nowadays, you never know what kind of knowledge your trainer actually has and most Mm -hmm. people are looking for the what's going to get me the most exposure on instagram even as a client 
there's clients coming into gyms, especially independent contracting gyms, looking for those trainers that, you know, who has the most followers just yeah. because they want to be exposed on their pages as well. Yeah. Um, when at the end of the day, that trainer has zero, ex zero experience and zero knowledge when it comes to what they're actually doing. Yeah. Um, so Instagram can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's also the way, I guess, you grow your business too. That, that's the good thing about it, right? Like I would have never like found about Nicole if it wasn't for Instagram, for example. That's like how I found her. But um, yeah, I getting back to what I was mentioning was when I came here and then I saw all this, obviously, um, you know, thinking about the future and all of that more than like the body part of it, it was more of the stamina and then like prevention of diseases and things like that that happened in the future that I wanted to get back into. But there's this mindset that people have like, okay, I go to the gym, I don't know what to do. Or the fact like, oh, the gym is just so exhausting. So I think I, I, I was talking to a friend yesterday, we had this, you know, community session and we were mentioning about, you know, these are the excuses we tell ourselves and we forget to ask like why and why do we have these excuses of not going to the gym or something like that? Because for me, I, I was very into like I just asked, like ask Nicole how much I struggled the first session. Like yeah, yesterday she was doing like a jump squat and I'm like, wow, we've come so far. <laughs> like, she couldn't even do a squat like you know with like keeping her knees out no proper like sumo squat hey, no now she's awesome. doing a jump squat with a ball and like oh my gosh she's come a lot of way less <laughs> gains gains hey you've also gains. lost your yeah. body fat and gained muscle yeah i mean that's there but for me it was like i guess the form part and just like in general like confidence like okay it's not as bad before you would have that guilt of like I should be going to the gym, but I'm not. But now I'm like, I feel so much mentally at peace that, okay, I'm doing this. I formed a routine. I have it together. I'm slowly getting my life together. And you're also, you're, consi yeah. you're consistent, but you're not burning out. Yeah, Because yeah. you're training two to three times a week, usually three times a week on a consistent progressive training regimen, but you're not going to the gym five, six days a week for an hour on the treadmill or the stairmaster yeah. and just spinning your wheels. You're I, actually building muscle, which is yeah. giving you the results that you yeah. want. Yeah, I think that's another misconception that people have is the like the way that we have to do it. Do we have to do like one hour in the treadmill or, you know, do we do strength versus cardio? Like there's so many things like that. And obviously learning that from, you know, just asking questions to Nicole and just getting that. I'm sure people do that with you. Um, but yeah, what what do, you, what do you think about, like, is that something that you face with a lot of your clients? Uh, like, they're like, oh, like, I need to just do cardio, or, and are yeah. they surprised when you're like, no? <laughs> well, I mean, e yeah, every day. Like, yeah. it's, it's a question for sure that's asked pretty frequently. But, you know, when most of my clients come to me, they know who I am, and they know what I'm what I'm about, so they yeah. know that they're going to do some sort of strength training. Yeah. Um, and we throw high-intensity training into the mix as well, and then we'll, you know, I'll, I'll prescribe them some sort of cardio too. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that goes right back to the Instagram thing as well. Like, there's just <laughs> so much info out there nowadays that you never, ever Spike know. Videos. Ex yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, people are like... People are like, okay, am I supposed to come in and do cardio three days a week uh, on the treadmill for an hour? Or am I supposed to do sprints for 30 minutes and do that three days a week? Or yeah. am I supposed to weight train, you know? So it's so important. Like people think that, you know, they they 
they have the ability, which everyone does have the ability to go into the gym and figure out how to do it on their own. It's just like building your own business though. Like if you decide not to get someone to, to uh, mentor you through it in the beginning, it's gonna take a lot longer to figure out exactly mm. what you need to do and what's gonna get you to the results that you want. You yeah. can kind of use our expertise and our knowledge and use it to your benefit. You're investing in us to give you the blueprint and you yeah. follow the blueprint and that's where you get to where you wanna be. Yeah, that's what I was telling, you know, she was saying so like maybe if you feel like you go inside the gym, you don't know what to do, well then maybe you should like look at getting a personal trainer or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah, it's gonna save you money, time, and energy in the long run. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, yeah. and then gains. And gains. <laughs> no, he has this, so he does these videos on his Instagram, which is actually super fun. It's just like teaching people like the right form and but whenever he comes, wait, like, do you have to say it? Like, just, right. <laughs> yeah, you have to so say we, it. So we finish off the every we finish off every video with, uh, if you perform this movement, you're going to lead yourself to optimal gains. <laughs> and it honestly just it just it just happened though, like, cause the first time that we did it, I was just doing it with a friend, and then I just like looked at the camera, I was like, optimal gains, <laughs> and then from there it just it just happened. No, yeah, no. Whenever we see him, all of us like when we see him in class, we be like. Games. We don't even say what's up, Jared. We're like, okay, what up, dog? It's turned into his his brand. It but is. Yeah. Speaking of brands, you all have been like doing a lot of brand work here. So. Every day. Yeah, I know. Every day. Every day. Every day. I'm hustling. Yeah. She she just Literally. so Nicole just start so before, the so when I first started training with her, we used to train in her garage. Yep. Like she like he had done it with. Logan, who's also here, <laughs> who's sitting quietly. I don't know if he's like, he feels like, oh, I need to talk any moment now, but he's doing the BTS. But he also trains and, you know, works with Nicole. Um, and there's, you know, they have a, such a amazing partnership. It's just, it's so, it's so cool. But uh, I, I just started with her in the garage. And then um, I think in November, she's like, oh, I just rented a facility and we're making a gym from scratch. And I'm like... And we're going. So <laughs> next week, Monday, we're going. It was like, um, we looked at a place two or a week into November and we got the keys, signed the lease, paid the four months up front. And we're like, we're doing this. We only got six six days to turn this into a gym. It was over Thanksgiving break, so a lot of clients were out of town. And we he was actually supposed to go back home to Montana, canceled his flight, and we just worked. We grinded that whole six days to get it ready to have a soft opening for clients. I mean, they're training every single week with us. We can't have a lapse in training, you know? Yeah. So it was pretty incredible. We were all over the valley outsourcing <laughs> equipment on Facebook Marketplace, offer up, getting deals and making it happen. That's incredible. Yeah. That's how how long so you got it done in six days? Yeah. Wow. A lot of hours. I don't I think we or, slept like four hours a night or something. A lot of work. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Like at least they was working. Uh, and then, you know, now it's they like slowly slowly every time they it's a day by day but they got something and i was like mm -hmm. dang because that was like a nothing facility that was like some storage place yeah we were just like in my garage like we had a squat rack we had like the basic like couple things to do and then it started growing and i started wanting to do small group training so it's more affordable but i also have that one-on-one -on -one attention still like the small yeah. group feel 
And in the garage, it would be 7 p.m. at night, and it's dark outside. I can't have girls outside. They can't see. So I'm like, all right, it's time to take leap, leap of faith. We got to go. We did it, and now it's finally, it's blooming. It's called, it's, it's called what? It's called Hustle. No, it's called, what's the name of oh. your facility? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hustle. That is, that's a good name. Okay, it's that's called, it's called feel, feel Yours. Feel Yours. Yes. Fuel yours or yeah. feel yours? Fuel. <laughs> oh, okay, fuel. Got okay. yeah, my list was fuel. in there. Yeah, all yeah. Bad. You would have like fuel. fuel. It's, yeah. a, it's a it's a tough. So I like that. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. We love it. Yeah, and what was your biggest learning? I guess this would apply to anyone who's starting a business. Like, what was your biggest learning about starting this business? Um, so I started my business in 2018, and a little bit about kind of the track trajectory of the business I started as an on-site personal trainer so I would travel to clients homes all over the valley Gilbert Phoenix Tempe Scottsdale and um, as time went on it was just hard to scale that business and so I started out of the garage transformed that into a gym and then as I grew um, into a training facility now but the biggest lesson that I learned is start before you're ready because I spent a lot of time working on websites, doing this and doing that, and just wasting a lot of time because I felt like I wasn't ready. But if you just start, you'll figure it out along the way. I'm learning every single day. Yeah. There's things that I'm like, okay, I gotta change this. We gotta rearrange the gym so it flows better. And there's like every single day is just a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah, and you can also chime in, Logan, if you have anything to add, because I'm sure it must have been a lot of learning from your side. Yeah, Logan, what's the biggest Lo learning Because Logan experience? has a full-time job, too, so he's he's handling everything. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing is gym equipment is very expensive. <laughs> so a lot of people underestimate, like, what you're really paying for when you're paying for a gym membership oh, yeah. or whatever. The equipment costs thousands of dollars. Um the I mean, floor costs thousands of dollars. Yeah, the just thing the you floor step on. that you're standing on is, you know, a couple thousand dollars just for flooring. Um, every weight is like a dollar plus per pound. Yeah. Um, but I think more of it's like on the, the client side. It's really difficult. Like the amount that both of these guys put into, you know, managing clients. It's a lot of time. Yeah. You know, just in the evening, like your client, your work does not stop when that client leaves the gym. Mm -hmm. It's nonstop. You know, they have to reschedule. Things come up. Like everyone has a life, so you can't. You just really have to adapt to it. So it's a lot of time. I have a lot more respect for uh, training as I start to ramp up my training. So yeah, yeah. That's Thank cool. you. That is very. Is a good, really good point. Yeah. You have anything to add to that? Well, I think well, just what piggybacking off what Logan just said, like it doesn't stop after after the client leaves, you know? Like, yeah. it, and I think at least, uh, I, I think I can speak for Nicole as well, like you're constantly as a trainer worrying about your client. If you are in it for the right reasons and truly do love training, you are constantly thinking about how you can benefit your client more and provide more for them and make sure that they're seeing the results that they want and you're thinking about that 24 seven. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, just, I couldn't agree with what Logan said more. That's 100% true. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I guess that's where we underestimate a lot of careers, like especially non-conventional ones. Yeah. That I think, that's why I do something like this so people can speak out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Bless you, Zima. <laughs> Bless them. Um, so, yeah, even you have, like, your brand stuff going on, too. Do you, like, want to talk about it? Sure, yeah. Is so, it, like, I... 
Top so. secret. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, so when I got back to the States, I, it's funny. It's, it's a really interesting story, actually. That's not that interesting, I guess. But um, no, I, I just thought about a name for my brand for a long time because I knew I didn't want to work corporate. Like I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to go work in a corporate gym. So I knew that I would go do independent contracting. And I, so I was like, okay, I need to think of a brand name. So I thought of Altered Athletics. Um, just speaking more so on altering the mind because I think the most important thing is to work the mind first and then we can work on transforming the body from there. Um, and that's where you see the true you know, transformations in your life is when you can are in full control of both of those things. Um, and, you know, so I made some T-shirts. I ended up selling like 500 T-shirts. People, I guess, really backed what I was doing. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then I started training in... Um, 500? That's, still <laughs> that's a lot. There's a lot of T-shirts and crop tops and stuff, yeah. Because uh, I did one launch. You and have then... a big following, don't you? It's not that big. <laughs> it's not that big. I think I have a loyal following. That's what I have. Oh. You know, I don't have a. I don't think I have a big following. I have a loyal following, and I have a lot of people that support me and back me on what I'm yes. doing. Yes, I um, saw that yesterday in the yeah. show. Like he did an improv show, and we met, and <laughs> most of the audience were his friends. <laughs> I do have a very, I have a lot of, I, I thought about that today a lot and, you know, because sometimes I know we get down on ourselves a lot, you know, and then we forget to be grateful for what we have and I just always am constantly trying to remind myself how lucky I am for the support system that I have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I decided to start independent contracting out of Glory Gains and, which is in Scottsdale. And that was They know it, they're nodding at each other like they're like, yeah. We used to train there. You used to train at Glory Gains? Like as a client of Caleb's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, so then I started training. I, I started there training. There was a moment there. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, and um, yeah, and, and it, you know, I just, my first client was a girl and I didn't have any ideas that like I would just be specifically training women. Oh. Um, yeah, I thought I was like, I'm just gonna accept as many clients as I can, you know, just cause I wanna impact as many people as I can. And then just women just started naturally uh, like coming to me more frequently. And <laughs> you I wonder like, why. No, not, yeah. <laughs> oh, this sounds bad. This is not. He's blushing. He's blushing. I realized that I like helping women get stronger. You had to say that faster. You said I like. I was like, is he gonna say women? <laughs> He's like, he's like, I like dot dot dot. Women. He likes helping women get stronger. <laughs> he's blushing so much. Yo, Jared, I made Jared speechless. <laughs> this is a moment again. This is a. They should document this in history. Yeah, I know. Woo. <laughs> but for real. <laughs> Yeah, so you had your first female client. Yes, and then it just kind of took off from there. And now it's just predominantly women that I'm training. And like I said, I really want to help them realize the potential that they have to get stronger, you know, in the predominantly the squat the, and the deadlift. And, and the, <laughs> the squat. And, <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> no, because squats are just like, I don't know. It's just a thing. Yeah, but most people don't perform the squat properly. I know. That's the, that's the thing. And, and it's like... You know, I see all these trainers inside the gyms, especially in independent contracting gyms, like we talked about earlier, these people come in with very minimal credentials, not knowing exactly what they're doing. They throw someone underneath a, a barbell the first time that they come into the gym and they end up not coming back for training two months later because their whole body's messed up, you know, or they're not seeing the progress that they want because they're not doing 
the exact progression of the squat that they need to be doing. Mm. Um, and my goal is to teach people exactly how to optimize the lifts, you know, make sure that they are lifting optimally uh, and efficiently in order to get stronger linearly because the only way to get bigger and gain muscle is to get stronger. And I think that it's incredibly important to properly teach people how to perform the movements exactly mm-hmm. how they should be first and then go from there. Okay, okay. So now for our listeners who are probably not based in Phoenix, most of them. <laughs> I don't know where my listeners are, to be honest. <laughs> Sometimes I get a listener based in, like, like I, I saw my stats. It said, like, somewhere in, like, Colombia, Spain. I don't know how they find out about my thing. But hey, anyway. So she was seen like <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, if what, what would, I don't know, for someone who's just starting out, besides, like, oh, get a trainer what else would you recommend to them or you know what are like the biggest you know misconceptions you hear when people come to you and you have to kind of say like no no no, no that's not actually it i know it's definitely separate. cardio <laughs> um i would say uh just like how much time they need to spend in the gym yeah. to see results because it's really not that much time and you should be resting adequately to recover your muscles and definitely make sure as professionals looking at their diet um, and seeing if they're consuming enough protein so they're able to build build their muscles and um, see that progress that they want. Yeah, yeah. That's a very solid thing. That's like a big, yeah, for sure. I agree with that. She taught me that. <laughs> so I'm like, I yep. take that. Thumbs up. <laughs> That's the same thing for me. Yeah, too. Okay. yeah, like it's it's cardio, which is like a quick thing to get into people's mind nowadays. That you don't need to be doing that much cardio, like unless unless you have like extreme weight loss goals or things like that. Um, but the diet is the biggest thing that mm. I get questions about. Yeah, and uh, yeah, to be completely honest, like I and I like I don't like giving specific nutrition advice just because I'm not a you know, a, a um, licensed nutritionist. Yeah. Um, so I speak more to my clients just about sustainable eating and how and what they should be eating and, and options of what they should be eating and what they can be eating mm-hmm. opposed to, okay, you're going to eat this, this, and this uh, every single day, and then we'll get to this goal. I more so want them to have some sort of lenience in their life. Yeah. Intuitive eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, sh- it shouldn't be so rigid, but it should be like, we're, eat, we're eating healthy, nutritious foods, and that's what's going to get us to our results. It's transforming your lifestyle, making us a sustainable, healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. so we can live a long, healthy life. Yeah. That's, again, thumbs up. I agree with that. Me too. <laughs> Me too. You just said it. You had to. I was double picking. I was double agreeing with what yeah, Nicole yeah. just said. Wait, okay. So wait, I also had to ask you, Jared, like, um, now, why did you – how did acting come into all of this? No. Like, <laughs> So when I was traveling, I told you I was making those YouTube videos. Yeah. And I realized I just really liked being on camera. And no. <laughs> Such an attention seeker. I know, it's bad. Uh, maybe it's a good thing. Who knows? But And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing some acting classes when I get back to the States. So I hit up my buddy who does who did acting out here, and he moved out to L.A., and I said, what's the best acting studio? Oh, who? He, his name is Robert Skirbo. Okay. Yeah. Did he make it? He's making it. He's doing it. He's out okay. in L.A., and he's do, he does an improv... He does an improv show three times a night. Oh, paid stuff? No. Oh, okay. Like, no. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that crazy, wow. though? To become a comedian out there, you have to be doing it that frequently. Oh. Um, yeah. And 
And um, so, yeah, he said Deering. He told me about Deering. And I was like, okay, I'll go check out Deering. And, dude, I, I mean, I think I can speak for both of us. That yeah. place has completely changed my life. And it's more so not just about... I'm not doing the acting anymore to become an actor. You know, maybe mm. it does, it leads, you know, into something down the road. But the improv has truly taught me how to be present and connect with my clients more than anything. Um, so I'll continue to do the improv classes just for that and not for to become an actor. <laughs> or you might get that role. <laughs> or both, yeah. Yeah, or you're like a, like a fitness instructor playing An there. actor. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that, I agree with you. Like yesterday, too. He performed yesterday, and I could just tell, or just everyone that, like, just just listening and overall, that's definitely transformed. And they've helped you in so many ways. And the other, like, the fact that now half of our class has become his, <laughs> are his clients now. And he'll be posting Instagram videos. And, yeah, and I was talking to all our friends yesterday, and they are like, yeah, Jared, yeah, I've been training with Jared. <laughs> and even after you performed, Brian was like, yeah, if anyone wants to look to train, go talk to Jared after this. It's so I'm like free advertisement right there. Oh, yeah, if I didn't even know that, I gotta say thank you. Yes, he That's did. Awesome. He, he, he really described it. Pretty well. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't leave me now, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Danielle was like, well, you should go with. J-. I'm like, I already got one. She could come, <laughs> you come with her. No, it'll be really cool. But um, yeah. <laughs> she okay, now she's leaving, she's leaving me speechless. <laughs> no, you're speechless. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I was also going to ask you this, but you. Is it because of that first female client that you decided to go in this woman empowerment route, or did you always feel that in your college days? And no, learn? honestly, like I, well, I mean, like because I was a, I was the NAU powerlifting coach, and when I coached there um, for the for the two years, I had like eight athletes, eight or nine athletes, and half of them were girls and half were guys, and I, I enjoyed training all of them. Um, I think it was just kind of like an so far right now, it's just been a natural progression where I got that one female client and then the next and then the next and the next has just become more females. I do have one one male client too and like I'm not opposed to training males either. I love training males as well because they want to work just as hard as females do too. Yeah, you know? I know Logan does train me. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not, it's not like I am just specifically going down the yeah. female route, you know, yeah. but um, I do just enjoy the, the, the message and the mission of, of getting women underneath a barbell i think that's just really really cool mm-hmm. so yeah okay okay good you you cleaned yourself up after the, the speechless moment no you guys made me speechless <laughs> make people speechless i don't know yeah so um what about like what are your guys's or gals guys and gals's future plans oh gosh she's like I know. Well, they say you shouldn't, you know, talk about it. You should just put your head down and do it, right? Yeah, that's me. But (laughs) (laughs) um, our so we did sign. We have a sublease training facility um, in the Scottsdale Tempe area. Um, Our lease is 14 months, so by February 2021, we should be in a training facility of probably triple or quadruple the size, and we would like to be offering memberships and. Either we, we're still trying to think about it, but either hiring um, employees to help with the um, training volume or having independent contractors inside our facility. 
Those so, are a lot of technical terms there. <laughs> Even for someone like me who's technical, that sounded very... We're, we're looking forward to the future, but we're still... Um, very You legal. always gotta... I feel like mm. people just look, like, so, like, closed-minded and like, okay, what's your next year plan? What? Okay, what's oh, our five-year yeah. plan? What's our goal? So, I like, know. every single day mm. we're trying to take actions to get to our ultimate goal. Yeah. Which is? Which is owning a... Uh, I guess a gym, owning yeah. a gym, but where there's like a business, yeah, training. Um, which like our mission is to impact as many people as we can all across the board. So, um, one of I had a mentor last year that I, I invested. In. I think is very important to invest in yourself. So like Jared's doing his improv classes. Yeah, it's benefiting him and his future and his clients. Yeah. Um, I with my mentor, he always said, "Hey Nicole, if you're not speaking out, you're doing a disservice to the people that need you." Mm-hmm. So every time I feel scared um, or I let fear creep in or anything, I just remember that there are women out there that need me and need my help. So I need to remember that I need to speak out mm-hmm. regardless of how I'm feeling. Yeah. So that's something I hold very close to my heart. Yeah. I, I mean, Nicole is just such a sweetheart. Like, when, you know, I saw her, like, because when I was looking for someone to train with, I wanted someone who's like, kind just nice <laughs> just like not mean you know i don't want someone who's just gonna be like get your book down there you're gonna do it like you want someone relatable and yeah who's gonna understand you and yeah get, give you that grace but yeah. also push you and there i think there's that fine line with so i always say hire an educated professional in their niche but you're um, also nice yeah <laughs> You're taking a woman or a male that doesn't know, doesn't have their, we say, we like to say gym IQ, doesn't have gym IQ. Uh They don't know what necessarily a Romanian deadlift even is. So taking them from not knowing anything to knowing a lot and be able able to not be able to get under a bar, maybe their knees are going in and teaching them how to properly lift a squat and then... Um, or perform our squat and then progressively get stronger is, mm-hmm. you know, that's like really important. Yeah. And it's up to us to, to provide that education in those terms and yeah. teach them. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that, you know, here we do that a lot, um, here meaning in this t- city and I guess across the states. Um, I, I think it's really important. I think more than the body part, we in India deal with something called as diabetes. <laughs> Everyone in our family has it. Like, it's just a thing. I, I, I don't know. If, like, I don't want people to call me out and say, like, no, no, my family doesn't have it. But it's a thing. Like, you know, my dad has it. And, you know, a lot of other people have it. It's just a genetics thing. And, you know, we love our sweets. <laughs> so... so. Uh, but the fact of like you know going and training that as I said uh, is something that I felt I, I was very skeptical about. Like I would like doing other activities as my thing, like you know dancing and all that. And I was like, oh, I'll do that stuff. But I think there just came a time where I wouldn't say like the revenge body time, but I was going through like like a little bit of a low phase where everything was going wrong, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it all. I'm going to get my life together because usually people when they're go- in their lowest point, they will either go in a bad direction or a good direction. I tend to go and get overproductive <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to do everything I wanted to in my life. And the first thing I did was I was like sick. I had the virus and that was when I felt I had this, you know, low point. I'm like, you know, you know, uh, you know, your priorities when your body or your health is down. 
And um, at that point, I was like, oh, as soon as I get better, I am going to start. I don't know. It was it was just meant to be, Nicole. Like, I think we were, <laughs> we were like, our relationship and me. Because well, we, already, we knew, like, I haven't said this on here at all, but I do a lot of modeling. And yeah, knew, I was going like, to say that. I was just going to mention it. We had a common friend, friend yeah. also a photographer, For, who's done who's, both of our pictures. So and far. has been on the show, too. Tiffany. Tiffany, we love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, just, like, how you, you have the extracurricular of improv. Nicole, I told already mentioned she's so model esque, but she's <laughs> she's a model too, and that's another reason we connected. Because at that point, I um, I mean, I've been modeling for a while, and I kind of just got into it, not really with the intention of like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do. Because my idea of like a conventional model was not what how I perceive myself. So when I started getting into it, I almost did it as a way of breaking barriers of how a model should really look like. But then that's when. I had this um, image of paying a close attention to my body, which I never really did, or I had never had an idea of like, oh, I need to look a certain way and things like that till I started doing, getting into that industry. Thank God I'm much older right now and I have that mindset of it not affecting me as much as like if I was 18 or something like that, it would have affected me a lot more. Um, but yeah, I, I think I told Nicole, like I do, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go to a size zero. Like, I'm not that, I don't want to be that model, but I do want to, you know, look good and feel good when I am doing a fashion show or when I am getting my photo taken and things like that. Um, and I told her that and she like could relate to it because she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. And now we'll, we'll like exchange things and we'll be like, yeah, I'm doing this photo shoot. I'm doing this show. Here's an audition. So, so we, we have yet to shoot together. Yeah, that's definitely gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Well, he's already shooting us right now. Oh, she's <laughs> But our Malo, yeah, monologues, you know, faces. Yeah, I know. The, the photos that we have together are me making a really angry face at her when she's <laughs> training me. So I don't think those are very like quality-esque photos for our potential. <laughs> our portfolio. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, our portfolio. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's kind of actually what triggered me a lot. And then, yeah, as I said, like my lowest point was uh, when I, I really wanted to do it. And I've been doing a lot of like intermittent gym thing. I think that's another people, a lot of, ha a problem a lot of people have is they'll go for two months, go for a program for two or three months and then like stop. And switch programs. Yeah, why mm -hmm. do you think that happens? And they don't see results they're doing that yeah exactly i i never saw results that's why i stopped i'm like what's the point that's when i went, started doing the intel gym thing i trained for two months and i didn't see any results so i was like well this is wasting my time i'm wasting my time kind of thing and um yeah so then i was like oh i'll just continue dancing <laughs> <laughs> which helped a lot but then you know i just uh, then i realized i need Stamina as a dance, because even there I was getting tired, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. But yeah, what about you, Jared? What, what's what's your future plan? Games. Games. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? No, I just want to continue future for games. now. Just continue growing the business within Glory Games. Yeah. Um, for for a little bit of time, you know, if it blows up, and if it continues to blow up like it has been, then you know, obviously going and getting my own facility is the I don't. I see. I don't even know what the end goal is, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But there is big goals, you know. Um. But hiring trainers and then going from there. Um. But you know, that's the other thing too is you know you brought up the acting as well and like I see things like, 
you know, reality TV show and like having like Are you gonna you know, be like, on Love Island? You know, like Love Island. I'm talking like I'm talking like Biggest Loser, like something like that, oh, you know? Like okay. with like like I think that'd be like that'd be some something that would be really sick, you know? So I because I'm like there's a reason I believe everything happens for a reason, uh, you know? And I'm like, I'm doing these acting classes for a reason. I was pulled to Deering for a reason. I was pulled to Glory Gaines to independent contract for a reason. Yeah. Things are ha- things happen for a reason. I'm like yeah, I agree at with one that. point as long as I continue to work and put my full effort into it and love what I do, it'll all come together. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's definitely. And obviously it seems like your clothing brand is going <laughs> to Yeah, that's that I mean like I'm I'm just coming out with new merchandise. Oh my gosh, your merch, so. more merch. <laughs> more merch. Yeah. Hashtag baby. #merch. <laughs> you got to make optimal gains as your I was thinking about doing one of those, but I don't know. My clients just want sports bras right now. So Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we've spoken like, me and Nicole have spoken about that. Like merch for her brand. She's like Should totally uh, she already has like a like a like a logo but now she they have their um facility name too but <laughs> and she's like well will you buy it I'm like yeah like like this is your inspiration yeah. 500 people honestly i think it's one of those things where people like people want to support you you know like they want to wear your thing especially if they know you and they know your intentions um and they know you're a good person like people want to wear your stuff they feel proud to wear your stuff Hey, and uh, everyone needs another shirt to work out in. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Or a sports so. bra. <laughs> 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 um, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Sina. What would you say, or restart. Okay, <laughs> do you have any advice Speechless. for people who are girls who want to get into the gym or are hesitant about hiring a trainer? Um, I would say if you're worried about the money part trust me your health is like the number one investment so even if it's you know something that is on a like going to cost you money i would say it it's in the long run your health is number one if your health is gone then nothing else really matters and i think all this helps in so many ways is not about like just losing weight and because my job involves me sitting a lot i remember I um, I pulled my neck muscle one time <laughs> as the weirdest way when I was asleep. I do all these crazy dance things, but I, I pulled my neck when I was like sleeping. And um, I went to the p- physical therapist and she said, yeah, you need to go to the gym. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Because she's like, you, you sit around all the time and you don't have any physical activity. And because of that, your posture and everything is getting ruined. And I've only been working for three years, like in of you know nine to five kind of job and for her to say something like that i'm like 20 years if i'm going to be doing this that is if i don't you know make it in hollywood <laughs> <laughs> then i might you know that's it like it's game over like my whole body's gonna be ruined and you know i i can't walk i'll be walking in a weird way like no so that's why I'm like i have to yeah it, it helps in so many ways it helps in dance it helps in confidence it just helps even my, you know, sleep and stress level. So I would just say, you know, make that investment, but find the right person to do it as well. Like, mm-hmm. do your research. Yes. I think that's <laughs> one thing I was I was afraid. I was like, looking, when I look at these Instagram videos, one hand, I'm like, wow, this is inspiration. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm like, I cannot do that. <laughs> that looks tiring. Nope. Especially when you see those Victoria's Secret. I'm like, nope. But then also I'm like, yes, but as I said, it's something very personal to me. I don't know why. I don't know why it is. 
because it's like you know me being vulnerable like for sure and that's why i needed someone who can understand that like so i was that's why i prefer like i wanted to get uh like a female coach <laughs> for that reason <laughs> so yeah but it's yeah that's that's what it is i guess but yeah that Come makes on. sense I think that's that's an awesome answer. Thanks. I was. I like hit all the points. I'm like, make sure you're recording. <laughs> no, I, 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 it is. But yeah, do you have anything to add, Logan? Well, Logan. Yeah, Logan, talk. <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> I won't think so unless you want to ask me any questions. No, no, no. Like, yeah, what's what's your future goal with this? Because I know you also balance a full time job. Do you want to? Would you ever think of quitting your job and getting to to this full time or? Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's the goal. I mean, you I'm, do. I'm very, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm the like the brains of the business side, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Nicole adds a lot with that because you know I don't have the clients, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of times where we come together on things, and it's nice to have someone to talk to and yeah. kind of help me be a little bit more decisive. Because like as trainers, having your own business and being two years into this, there's just a lot of things that are hard to like, okay, am I going to do it this way? Am I going to do that way? What's the best way to go about it? So Yeah, and there's a lot of stress, and it's easy to get really personal with a client, and then maybe they no longer want to train, or they have, uh, you know, can't manage their finances to be able to afford it, or they decide they want to spend, you know, yeah. their money and resources elsewhere. Uh, it can be very personal, so I've, yeah. I've got to see that side with Nicole, and sometimes I tell her, hey, you have to disconnect from the personal side of it and just think of it as... You know, that was their choice, and it doesn't change that there's still, you know, yeah. tons of other people out there that need your help. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't change the mission. Yeah. And I just want to say, you both are, like, relationship goals. <laughs> These two, they do, like, you know, you say she's a model. They do, like, wedding photo shoots all the time, and they're so cute. Like It's not because of me. It's because of her. I Well, oh, okay. Now he's, like, now he, now he saved Stop himself. It. He saved himself from the first thing. No, but I don't know if you how much you guys want to talk about it, but I've seen, you know, their relationship and how it's, like, kind of helped the business, and they help each other. Um, and I'm, when I see that, I'm like, see, that's how a relationship should be. Like, yeah, it support. should be supporting each other and, you know, uplifting each other. And it's, it's uh, I, I really respect that, especially in this day and age where I've lost the faith in love <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> I think... I think it's it's a very refreshing to say see that. Yeah, guys, it's you never know. <laughs> like <laughs> your love partner might be your business partner. <laughs> yeah, it's meant a lot, a lot. It's We've good. done a lot in six months. So. Yes, yes. Um, cool. So uh, before we end, we do this questionnaire session. So it's called Speaking of Love. <laughs> it's called Thirty Six Questions to Fall in Love. And we're not going to fall in love here. Don't worry. But it's uh, basically you choose a number between 1 to 36. So choose a number from 1 to 36. And I'm going to ask you a question. It's this New York Times article that talks about... Like, it has some nice questions. So I like to end it on that. 36 questions to lead to love. So who wants to choose a number first? 12. 12. Okay. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Quality. Nicole's like, I'm perfect. I don't need to no, gain no, no. anything. Hell no, I'm not perfect. <laughs> um, Logan's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I would say I think you're learning perfect. how to balance life with being a full-time trainer and a full-time business owner. I get, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, 
call yourself that. Okay, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really see myself as that. That's the title, but um, I just think that lately I've been um, a little bit more stressed than normal and just figuring out how to shut off from the world and disconnect from my Instagram since my Instagram is my business card. There's like a lot of um, work that goes into it. It's a full-time job on there as well. So just shutting off and be able to fill myself up because I can't serve unless I'm like 100% Nicole mm-hmm. and to be the best coach I can be. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's an easy thing to do. You can do it. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's an it's easy hard. Thing it's to hard. Do. It's you hard. Know it's hard. Yeah, right? I was about to say, not easy. <laughs> no, I know. It's not, no, I thought she was going to say, like, oh, I wish I could be invisible. <laughs> like, that's not, like, you know. No, it's hard because you're always thinking about how I can bring no, more value I know, I know. to your clients. No, I know what you mean. I just meant to say it's a doable thing. Like, yeah, seeing how, the way you've progressed. Like, I think, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> I have faith in you. <laughs> uh, mindset coach. Mindset yeah. coach. I'm the hype coach. Let's yeah. be real. That's me. Yeah. Dance coach. Hype, hype. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, I don't know if you, any of you wanted to answer that. Tw- uh, oh, mine would just be listening. Listening? I want to be a better listener. Okay. I want to stop getting so distracted all the time. Because, uh, like, I think if you can become the best listener in the room, you can elevate every single aspect of your life. Yeah. Not just, you know, not just your physical, but your mental, your spiritual, your financial, everything will get elevated if you can just learn to listen better to people and be present. Nice. Yeah. I know where that came from. (laughs) 24. Okay, 24. Mm. (laughs) This is kind of a deep one, so if you want to pass, it's okay. We can Let's hear it. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I have a fantastic relationship with my mother. Okay. Actually, it's a really interesting relationship um, because, you know, she's like my she's like my number one supporter. Like she she backs me up on everything. Yeah. And she actually helps me with my business a lot, too. Like she'll like when I tell her I'm about to do something, she's like, oh, like not, it's not like in our. Sh- are you sure you should do it? Like, don't do it. Like she's like trying to stop me from like moving forward. It's like a okay, let's reevaluate this and see what would be the best move. Um, so until I can find like a business partner, um, someone that wants to you know work with me, she's actually one of the people that helps me the most right now. But she's also one of my clients. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I honestly struggle very hard to train her. I struggle very hard to train her just I think because she's my mom um, and like the style of training that I do, it's very let's go like you know like high intensity you know like we're moving we're pushing it we're going um and she's you know a little bit older and she's not the clientele base that i train right now so i just have a, I have. So she's a, not obliged to really listen to you yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah like, you're my son i'm not supposed to be listening to you you're supposed to listen to me exactly and then she comes in and like she starts telling me things to do and i'm like that's not how it goes like so i have a very hard time training her but other than that outside of that my relationship with my mother is amazing okay <laughs> that's cute yeah i, I mean uh, my previous a lot of my episodes are related to creative fields and things like that it's either creative fields or love and relationships it's like weird i'm like this you know this mixture of both but it's ultimately the people who have impacted me here in phoenix that have taught me a lot of great values and i've learned a lot and i wanted to share that with the world and this is 
an example of that. Uh, obviously, I've not shared Nicole with the world, and this is like my way, <laughs> or Jared, like both of you, and you know, this is my way of sharing them with the world and what they've taught me the last couple of months, which I'm really grateful for. And yeah, more to come. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and took something away. Thank you, everyone, and see you next time. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, Nicole, Jared, thank you, and Sima. Logan. Thanks, Sima. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Ha, 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 ha.